Hello and welcome to a special edition of Rusted Junk, where we are having a roundtable. It's a film we've already done, but it's a film that's now had a lick of paint, uh, a bit of a tidy up, um, and has been released, uh, re-released as a director's cut. And it is, as you can see behind me, or for those that are listening who can't, it's Rocky Four we're covering, but it's now called Rocky versus Drago, but it's the director's cut uh, that Stallone has put together. But anyway, um, let's go straight to the trailer and then we'll discuss afterwards. Enjoy. It's long. Russia will now throw its hat into the ring. I've seen this Drago fight. Drago is a super athlete. I know I can beat him. Hey, Paolo, look, maybe the show is over. You've got nothing more to prove. He thinks he's fighting for the whole country, but his reasons are wrong. I'm asking him, as a friend. Stand in my corner. Just this one last time. I did not come here to lose. Perhaps this simple defeat will be a perfect example of how pathetic your society has become. For my friend, I should start this fight. And don't do this to me. Apollo is down. I cannot be defeated. Somebody get a doctor in here! Soon, Paul One will know my name. Drago. Drago. I let it happen. I gotta take everything he's got. He's had one professional fight and one man is dead. It's suicide! You can't win! This is gonna be a time when you're gonna have to do things that other people don't think are right, but they're gonna be right for you. You gotta do what you gotta do. Not the fight been set yet. It's in Russia. All your strength, all your power, all your love, everything you've got. You know what to do. Do it. He's a man! Be more man than him! I must break you. Rocky is in serious trouble! Breathe. Don't be scared. Get up, you son of a bitch! All those fighters you beat, you beat them with heart! Get up! Get up! Get up. Get up! Yes, you were right. That's a trailer. Um, if you're still with us <laughs> on the other side and you haven't actually watched the trailer in segments, 
I said, oh, I'll come back and watch it another bit tomorrow. It's over three minutes for the trailer. And I just think that's ridiculous. It's In this day and age. Fun. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's appealing to people who wanted to see, wanted to see this film. Me, Joe, who've been talking about nothing else since we first heard that it was being done. We always have a check-in. Joe is wonderful. I, I know, I, sorry, I should introduce Joe, but I think regular listeners know who Joe is. He's been he's been on the podcast. Do you want to do a quick introduction, Joe, for those who are just listening for the first time? Yeah, I'm Joe Hogarty. Um, I am a podcaster from the US. Uh, my podcast is WDWNT Nerd Alert, and uh, we discuss a, a lot of Marvel, Star Wars, some DC, some Disney. And uh, we've been going for almost eight years now. And, is it long? Uh, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Plenty of back catalogs to listen to. If you get, uh, if you like what you hear, you can go all the way back. It's great. And there's a, a lot of changes in staff too. <laughs> but we have a pretty good one right now. And Charlie is on every now and then, and we love having him on. And Amanda has been on too. Yeah, and always like having her on too. <laughs> Um, not that I know a lot about that that stuff. Oh, that's, no, that's... but you were good. You were good. I think we did a family feud or something we like did. that. We did. We did indeed with Amy as well. Yeah, Amy too. Yeah, that sounds bad. If you don't know what that means, by the way, family feud is family fortunes. It In sounds like it sounds like we had all had a massive row. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. It was just family fortunes, um, which is pretty appalling now with Gino. I don't think he's very good. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about. So Stallone during lockdown decides I'm not really doing an awful lot. It's the 70 money. It's the 75th anniversary in 2020 of Rocky four. So what he does is he says, do you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to, I'm going to make it the the film that I wanted it. It's the what? Sorry. You said 75th. Oh no, sorry. Not 75th. I meant, yeah, I had it in my, the paramount thing in the back of my mind. It was the, um, what is it? Thirty fifth anniversary. Yeah, thirty fifth anniversary. Seventy five. Been a long time. It's been a long time. So yeah, he decided to try and get it ready for November last year. I think it was Joe. Um, he he was talking about trying to release it around that sort of time. Yeah, I think that he had. Uh, did he announce it while COVID was going on, or was it? Yeah, he announced before. Yeah, um, he announced. Uh, I think it was something, I think it was like June or something or May, June. And everyone was like looking towards the date when it was going to be the 35th anniversary and it, he didn't have it ready in time. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Cause again, over here, we thought it was going to be over in April COVID and next thing you know, it just dragged on and on and on. Yeah, April, which year I think is the uh... <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> of the curve. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Um, so yes. So he, puts in the things that i mean we'll get to that he puts in the things that he wanted to put in he he's you know we'll get to that whether or not he's changed the the direction the momentum of the film and he's taken out some of the bits that you don't like chiefly amongst which is the robot yay well you may you may cheer but anyway well, we'll that was we'll rubbish that. that robot and <laughs> why it was in there in the first place oh Oh dear Lord, I want to go first with my score, but I'm not going to. Um, I'm going to give it as ever. I'm going to give it over to our guest. 
Joe. Oh, thank you. This yeah, is no, this I... is the moment. This is the moment that we've talked about for a long time. Is what do we both think of this? I've been salivating at the thought of this film, and so I am so looking forward to hearing what you've got to say. Yeah, I didn't think uh, it was going to be much, uh, or there might have been some changes, but I didn't think it was going to change my scores. When we did the original podcast that was based on the theatrical version of the movie, I gave the movie as a movie and strictly a movie, I gave it a four Mm -hmm. and I gave it as a Rocky film. I gave it a seven, but I mean, I'm happy to say my scores have changed. I went from a four to a seven as a movie and from a Rocky movie from a seven to an eight. Wow. I really love this movie. I and I know I'm probably one of the few people because I've seen a lot of people on the internet uh, complaining about a lot of things. I just started smiling as soon as I started playing the movie because I I watched it at home. And uh, I think that it's just so much better. It just seems like a drama now. All the goofiness is gone. There's there's Mm. some goofiness in there, Mm. but for the majority, I think it was a good idea to get rid of the robot and his son. His son is also gone. And I've watched this movie. I, I loved it so much. I've watched it three times since it came out. And I watched the theatrical one once. And again, it, I really feel that this is a stronger movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's there's definitely problems. Uh, some things that he added that he should maybe not added and some things that he took out that he shouldn't have taken out, which I'll, I'm sure we'll discuss as we go on. But I, yeah, I'm just blown away. Like, you know, when you think of there, there, there's not been that many substantial changes to movies. I can think of um, when they do director's cuts, the Snyder cut for justice league and uh, the Donner cut for Superman too. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, Joe, because it's a, it's a good point to raise after we've all done our scores. Where director's cuts have worked and why director's cuts haven't worked. So yeah, that's, for a, me, that's a good thing to get into. So you, you, you obviously are totally enamoured with this then. Yeah, for me, this worked more than those two movies. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, well, you know, I, I'm going to end it here, but I loved it. I and I'm sure I'm going to watch it again within the next couple of days. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> straight straight, after, enjoy straight it. after this, Joe. Maybe. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, over to you. Ah, right. Okay. So when I watched it originally, um, I thought it was okay. Um, I gave it a six, didn't I, overall? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Having watched this version because like I haven't seen a lot of the other Rockies anyway so I was a bit I had to sort of ask Charles to stop the the movie just a second because I wasn't quite sure about the the introduction because I've not seen a lot of the stuff in this new film and he explained oh well, that's because that's from Rocky 3 that's right isn't it that's right yeah so yeah. I've not seen Rocky 3 so, so I showed that. you the I showed you the original you did one and then showed you the new one yeah 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 like the first three minutes or so. So I could appreciate, you know, the the startling difference at the start of the film. Having watched the movie through now, um, I actually feel, and I agree with Joe, it's a lot better a movie. 
um, it seemed to flow better. There was a lot more um, continuity and it was less uh, brash and 80s-like. Do you know what I mean? It didn't yeah. feel the original one felt a little bit kind of show busy and a bit needless in in some areas that like the the robot thing didn't understand why that was in there in the first place so i'm glad that's gone um so overall the movie itself and i'll come on to what i didn't like about the movie as we as we get on to that particular area um i have given it a seven and a half as a movie it would have been an eight but I had to knock half a point off because of what I didn't like about it. Wow. And you know, because we had a discussion after the film. Yeah, absolutely, so I'm not yeah. going to let the cat out of the bag yet. Yes. Cats in bags. Anyway. Cats in the bag. Cats, not in a, cats, not in cat is still way. in the bag. It's not out the bag yet. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to disappoint both of you. <laughs> um I, I don't know where to start with this, but I'll start with this. I'll never watch this version ever again. Oh, jeez. I, I, I will. I, I, I refuse to believe this exists. I, 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 it, it, it doesn't matter to me that, that this has been made. It's great, wonderful. But the heart and soul of this film and the changes that have been made have, um, it just ripped it, it just ripped it, ripped it out. This is a, by the numbers, I'm sorry, sorry, Stallone, if you're listening, badly edited series of things put together to create, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what the attention was here. They have, I, my score was eight and a half. My score for the original film is now nine. It makes me appreciate how much the original film was. If I had to give a score for this, I give it four for nostalgia. Three. Oh I don't know, three, four, maybe. But I, I, I will never watch this again. I, I Who don't are want, you? I don't Who want to repeat you? this. I don't want to repeat how disappointed I felt at the end of watching it yesterday. Well, who are you and what have you done with Charlie? <laughs> well. It's like role reversal, isn't it? Inv- invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. This, is the, this is the biggest disappointment um, for me because it... it it's like somebody recreating Jaws and going, do you know what? I think we need to put the shark in at the front. I think we need to change this and we need to put the shark in at the front. We need to see the shark attack Chrissy Watkins, the the, the girl at the start. The, the, the public really need to see that. So we'll CGI a shark in there and we'll do all. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. Don't touch it. And now this has been edited and tinkered with by Stallone. I feel the same. Leave Rocky for 85 alone. I am. I we and I'll get into it, but there you have it. Is my wow. school, my my official score is three, begrudging three at that. So That's yeah, sorry, amazing. Charlie. You're and I have my reasons why. Past. I have my reasons why, Joe. That you know, I can just I can justify oh, no, I and, and every I single part can, of that. I bet you I can guess all your reasons too. I won't. I'll let you say it. But t- I, t- tell me one of my tell me one of my. In fact. Tell me one of the biggest reasons I didn't like it. Have a guess. Because they cut the robot out. Uh, I will get to that. I didn't. I didn't mind 
I didn't mind the robot. I never, I, I never minded the robot. It doesn't need to be there, and I, I wouldn't have bothered if it was cut out. But the trouble is, when when you cut out the robot from the first time it brings the cake in, happy birthday, Paulie, and all that, right? The next part you see the robot is when Apollo sees the robot. The robot's outside. It's providing music while Stallone's cleaning his car. That's where he gets the call from Apollo. This is all the original stuff, right? The robot's still involved in key scenes. And because he goes, do you know what? I'm going to take the robot out. He takes every scene out that the robot's in. And I'm like, but but don't don't mess with that one. All right, the birthday cake you can get rid of. I don't mind that. But don't take the other stuff out. But, but was that really needed? I mean, I think it was a good thing that he took that scene yes, out. Yes, it was, because it's changed it from an 80s, from an 80s classic to, I don't know, something that... Uh, uh, a staffer at Netflix would go, oh, I'll, I'll put something together. I'll take out the robot. Here's a list of things. Take out the robot. Make make Adrian in it more. And uh, they are. Do, do that. And then they've gone, all right, okay, fine. Click, 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 click. Boom. That's what she you've got. She's in it more, isn't she? She is. And I think she's so much better in this one, too. Yeah. I, I normally I, I don't like her, you know, and some of the movies, I just think she could be annoying. But I she made a lot of sense, you know, this yeah. time around. And it seemed like she was the smartest person in the room, mm. uh, which I tend to forget, which, again, which leads me to Rocky Five. Why would they give the power of attorney to Paulie and not Adrian? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> So you might not you might not know this, um, Amanda. We talk because we talk about Rocky. Rocky Five starts with him in the changing room, having a shower after the fight, after this fight. Yeah. And then he gets home and realizes that because Paulie's given the accountant power of attorney, the accountant's made him penniless. He's got nothing. Yeah, I remember that. Right. I think but, I've seen Five. Crikey. I, I tried to put it out of my memory, but uh, I think I've seen five because he ends it with nothing, doesn't he? And uh, he he, he does starts again. That's right. Yeah. Doesn't he take someone under his wing? Yeah, uh, he does. Tommy Gunn. Right. Uh, so yes. Um, so this is there's no format. There's no roll call. There's no anything. Right. We're just we're just talking about this. Um, so Joe, I would. I yeah, would where do we start? What, yeah, what what are the, the the pluses of the film for you, and what would the minuses of the film for you be? Mm, that's a good place to start. Well, again, it, it's. I was glad that they got rid of the robot and the kid. I I did watch the theatrical last night, and you know I don't want to crap on the kid because you know he was a kid at the time, but he wasn't a good actor. He had horrible lines written for him, and. It just didn't seem like Rocky's son. It it just really did not seem like this came out of Rocky's loins because uh, he was like, he could have been Pee Wee Herman's kid. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that. But he could have been because he, he just was just very goofy. Um, he was very annoying. He was very, he seemed very spoiled to me. He wasn't a brat, but it, it just like, I just didn't like the kid. And, um, yeah, that robot thing just needed to go. I I love the fact that <laughs> I, I know a lot of people. I've I went online and some people complained that we saw too much Rocky Three this time. It was a lot, like, really. It was a lot. I mean, and they they have a legitimate point, but I liked it, you know, because it's like part of me is I, I haven't seen Rocky Three in a while, and 
it was nice to see it. I would have liked to see more of it because they knew they he basically cut and pasted parts of Rocky three from the fight that I would have loved to see in the whole fight. But then again, you can watch Rocky three if you need to see that. Mm. But I think that it, it works better the way that they did it. Cause I know why he did it now too. Cause like in the, in the original movie, you don't see him being beat by clever Lang and this one you do. And with this one, you, you know, you see Apollo meet with Rocky in the gym and try to convince him into regaining his hmm. uh his title and uh, um and they do that because st- almost to like parallel what's going to happen to apollo where you know he kind of fell from grace by rocky beating him he wants to be on top but it's yeah. it's rocky uh, it's apollo that pushes rocky in rocky three to fight because rocky's done he doesn't want to fight anymore hmm. And that's his whole mentality. And that's why he wants to fight Drago is that he, he does. He has the warrior spirit. Like he says, like he, and, and another thing, I mean, I know I'm probably jumping ahead too quick. That funeral scene I thought was amazing with Duke saying when he said, I thought that Rocky's speech was a lot better. There's just so many things that they put in this movie. I thought improved the movie tremendously. I really enjoyed it. I, I don't, get what you're saying charlie at all like for the the things like i that whole thing with apollo showing up who cares like if he shows up and he sees the robot and they talk i like that they just went right to the the dinner table and then i what did he go to were they playing football outside you know or or tossed around outside first yeah Mm. yeah i i just i just love all that scene more apollo so you get to see him more fleshed out i i really enjoy it, it. added I, to the story i think it gave it more depth the relationship between him and apollo and what they'd been through and what where they were at now and and what thought the motivators were i think for the drago fight um so for me it it, it um gave more context to the storyline um and it fleshed that out a bit more as well. So you actually got to, and that's why I said at the beginning, it flowed better because you could see their relationships and the dynamics between them and the mutual respect they had for each other, um, you know, and the love as, as fighters. And they really understood what motivated each, each of the, uh, each of them as, as the characters. Mm. So it was interesting as well. I, I, I hadn't seen the original movie before we watched this one, only like the first three minutes, so I could understand the the difference of of how it all started in the in the movie. I I remembered um, Adrian didn't actually find out that he was fighting um, again Drago later on in the movie until she turned up in the car and then all the reporters were outside. Mm. But that wasn't the case in this new film. She knew beforehand because she t- talked to him about it, and there was that more. There was more dialogue, wasn't there? Uh, no, then, she she didn't know. She didn't know. No, she she did know. Okay, I'm sure she yeah, knew. I I don't uh, I I I don't think she did. I think that uh, she he had just given the press conference and she had come home in the car which was slightly different i think that uh, we saw more of the car 
which was uh, <laughs> kind of weird. Um, but uh, that's how she found out. It, it, it to me, it, it seemed like he didn't discuss it with her. Um, but we could watch it again to check out. I thought it was she. For me, she felt more involved in it. Oh, maybe he did make this decision and didn't really talk to her about mm. it. But I thought the whole point of her being in the movie more was that she was kind of, although she hadn't agreed with the decision, she was more involved at the start and was was trying to persuade them not to do it. Mm. Um, yeah, no, everything that they did with Adrian, I thought was great. Like that little scene in the kitchen. And then when she shows up in Russia, it's it's very subtle this time. The music isn't very synthesizing. In, in fact, it, you can barely hear it. <laughs> this is the, uh, this is why one thing this they is why it's out, bad. One no. thing they could have cut out was that awful, awful montage when he when he has a bust up with Adrian. And he gets in the car and he's all really mad. And then he goes for a drive. I agree 100% with you. Oh, my God. It's uh, so terrible. And he even said to Charles, I was like, he's having too many, like, drifting off daydream sequences. If he's driving that fast, it's crashed the car by now. And and I've always said that. I I can't. I mean, the song is okay. But even in the last podcast when we did this, I had mentioned that. I just can't stand that scene because it just feels like. All right, MTV is popular. I'm going to put an empty video in the middle of it so that fans will like it. No, don't do it that way. It's just so obviously a cut and paste empty video that they're going to show. And they did on MTV. It, it just felt out of place for any kind of movie, especially a Rocky movie. And um, I agree 100% with you. Yeah. I almost he, called he, you Adrian. <laughs> should have reworked that personally, I think, because that, yeah. that I didn't like. I just say I almost called you Adrian. <laughs> that, if that makes, that makes me rocky, that's fine. Adrian! <laughs> don't mind, I love that. So, uh, Joe, I need to um, pick you up on something. So, Rocky 3 is goofy, okay? Um, you've got the scene, you've got the whole scene with Hulk Hogan where he's fighting him at the exhibition match and Hulk Hogan's ripping chunks out of him because he's he's behaving to it. And then at the end, Rocky takes off the takes off the things and hits Hulk Hogan. And at the end of it, they're like, oh yeah, did, did you like the show? You know, did we put on a good show for, for everyone? And and Stallone's like, but you nearly killed me. <laughs> you know, um and that's goofy. You've got all the goofy commercials that he's making. You've got him on the road rise rise to stardom, all the stuff that he's doing. Rocky three is goofy. And guess what? So it's Rocky Four, or the Rocky Four that I recognise, is 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 the 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 goofiness, the shine, the montages, the no easy way out, all of these things, the dated robot. Okay, I'll lose some of the dated robot scenes. Why are you taking out the scenes with this son? I'll give you this: the son does not need to have his. I love the fact that his son is watching t is watching his dad on TV from back home. I love that. What, during take, the fight? During the fight. Take out the bit where the kid goes and she goes, that's my, you know, that's my dad. Yeah, we know. What do you think we are, nerds? Take out lines like that. Snip and cut there. But don't take out the fact that the kid is involved in this, is part of this fight. 
and he's watching it and he's going to be beaming with pride and it's always going to be a time that he's going to remember. And it's gone. Realistically, it's gone. Realistically. Oh, first of all, during that scene, which I watched the other night. So I know that the, uh, the housekeeper is probably watching. There's no adults in the room. It's just three kids watching that. Why would Adrian especially allow their son to potentially watch their father die in the ring? Because that's how I see it. It's just very irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So th- your dad's going for the biggest fight of his life, but you're not allowed to watch it just in case something bad happens. Apollo died like a few months before. But he's grown up in a boxing house. <laughs> you, you can't expect he's, him not to watch it. I Well, no. As a kid, his age, I think that a lot of fighters would not let their children watch them fight. Because, uh, I mean, I I remember watching, there was a documentary on one of the wrestlers, Mankind, and uh, he was wrestling The Rock, and his family was in the audience, and the the kids were hysterical crying, and they had to take them backstage, and they they were traumatized, you know, from what they were seeing happen to their father. It was really sad, and I think that probably a lot of families, especially if he's fighting Drago... (laughs) you know, who is a killing machine and a a real killing machine. Why would you let your kid watch that unsupervised? Like if, if he, you know, his father broke his neck or whatever, who's there to turn up the TV? Yeah, that's true. I I just, I was okay with that going. I thought that was a dumb scene. Um, I I felt that the scene that they had, what he had with his son was better. You know, he, he kind of, gave him like a little lesson in life just in case he didn't make it, which, you know, the kid didn't know that, but I think that that's what he was trying to relate to the kid. Mm. You know, I might not make it home. I mean, he's not going to say that to him, but he tells him the story that sometimes you have to do something that you feel is right, even though others don't. And uh, yeah, I think it was. So, so you're the son of Rocky Balboa and it's nice to have you. You're now a, a famous film director, but we have to go back to that moment, you know, in Christmas day, 1985, when, when your father, you know, made that inspirational speech and one of the greatest fights ever. You must've loved that. No, no, no. They wouldn't let me watch it. They turned, they pulled the plug out. There's such a thing called video. <laughs> I could have uh, watched it. Well, then. Yeah. So, so no, I would have so, made sure he didn't die first before my son. So you've got to vet it. the fact that that is that that he's got all this hope that his dad's going to win. And guess what? The kid's right. His dad did win. Happy days. And now he's got a memory. He's watch it in this new version. I don't know where the where the kid is. Is he is he has he gone to bed? Or is he is he watching the fight? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, Charlie. Usually on my show, I'm the judge. It's like <laughs> I have the final word. You're the judge on your show, so I'm not going to really debate you too much but i do well, think you're, you're I'm sure, wrong i'm sure we will be talking about this in plenty of time <laughs> can i mention something else with the one with the one change that he's made in this film he's completely all of the others are out of sync all of the others will be out of sync where is the the box the the, the hit the hit the bang the the satisfying bang when he's fighting and now it feels like somebody's just hitting a leather belt against the side of a wall. That's and I'm like, more realistic. But, but it's not the other films. All the other films are out of sync because they're all using the other. All of the films are, are not widescreen either. I mean, he intentionally changed this around, which I guess we'll get to that later, like mm. the, the visual look of the film. Mm. But, you know, this is his 
fantasy. He's giving us a choice. He's not like George Lucas, where he changes Star Wars and says, well, this is it. You're going to just have to live with it. You have a choice to either watch Rocky Four, the theatrical one, or you can watch Rocky versus Drago. It's up to yeah. you, whichever yeah. world you want to live in, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's great. And I, you know, I'm not going to poo poo on someone that thinks that Rocky theatrical was superior film. Cause again, they have a lot of love for that film. Like you do like the, the nostalgia factor yeah, remember yeah. being in the theater. And maybe they did change a little too much for you, mm. but for me, you know, again, I'm viewing it more as a movie. I, and you know, yeah. Amanda's, with me on this it, yeah, it just yeah, yeah. feels better and and this is it i'm all i'm all for choice if people as you two prefer prefer this one i'll always prefer the other one well but, uh, but, well yeah i preferred it up to the end the the yeah. the, the the end bit after the because you, the you preferred the ending of the the original. the the original movie ending was far better with, I agree. With, the, with the speech mm. because we watched it didn't we because I said yeah. that's weird I thought there was more to it than that and mm. and the new movie is very just trying to find the word very sterile it's clinical it's very sterile ending uh, as to what he says but the original the theatrical movie ending is is more passionate and has a lot more emotion in it. And mm. you see more of the crowd and of the people. Because he was basically saying, you know, talking about change, how you, you know, Michael I came James. into this fight, you didn't like me. Um, then by the end of the fight, you were calling my name, you know, and and the change has happened during this fight, you know. And then he gives a speech about change. If I can change, you can change, blah, blah, blah. You know, there was probably more of a political statement to it back then. Yeah, yeah. East and West. But they were trying to do that anyway, weren't they? It was the East versus the West. Um, so I think that got lost in this this new version, the director's cut. And for me, that's why I docked it half a point, because I just felt mm, I've invested my time in this new movie. I would expect it to have a really fabulous kind of passionate ending and I felt a little bit cheated. I agree with you uh, on that one. I, I feel like that speech was better in the original one. It was. And you saw the shots as well, the shots of, of people in the crowd, whereas mm -hmm. this ending you didn't. And, um, but what was funny, I was watching it the other night and you know, he has the interpreter. <laughs> I kept thinking it would have been funny if they put subtitles and the interpreter like Rocky would say, and he goes, when I first started and I knew you guys hated me, uh, I didn't like it none so much. And then the interpreter goes, <laughs> he sees something else saying, when I was a baby, my father dropped me on head. <laughs> like he's giving a completely different interpretation. <laughs> That's funny. Can I, can I raise the issue of director's cuts? Which is a good, it's a good point that you raise, and it's a nice segue into this. I don't, I don't want to spend too long on it, but it, I, I, I do think about this for context. Um, you know, you talk about the special editions, and you, and you say, you know, fans have a choice now that they can go back and watch the bits that haven't been changed, or they can't. It's very, very difficult, unless you know the ways and means, to go and watch the original Star Wars the original Empire Strikes Back 
can't it, it's it's near enough impossible to go and find will they release them no will disney want to they might do at some point they might clean them up a bit and release them don't know but as soon as you make changes such as hand shot first which i know is an easy one to pick but it's the most it is one of the most contentious ones because it doesn't work it's clunky the special effects don't work and i don't have the choice i can't go back and and well i can because i've found those ways and means but that's that's the that, that's the, the choice that's been taken away. If you talk about two films where it has worked, um, Aliens Special Edition, the director's cut of Aliens, has the where they're all trapped, and the the Marines set up two remote remote sense you know heat sensored cannons on either side. They wipe out the aliens on one. The the aliens come at the door. They can't get in. They they they're down to like ten bullets before the aliens move away and they go where they've gone. That's in the director's cut. In the original film, the aliens just come in through the roof. Well, that's why they came through the roof, because they tried to come in through the normal way and couldn't. And so I think the director's cut adds something. It's a bit like the abyss. You don't know why the aliens are there in the abyss. But when you see the director's cut, oh, right, this all makes sense. This all makes sense. And and I love that, that we, we have things like that. Director's cuts where it goes wrong is Star Wars. It's E.T. It's replacing the shotguns and the guns with walkie-talkies, which even Spielberg's now said, I'm sorry, it was a mistake. I should never have taken them out. I should. I, I, I did it on the spur of the moment. Don't watch this edition because I'm not endorsing it. And I had to read that up, that Spielberg goes, don't watch this because I made a bad, bad change. Stallone is entirely right to make whatever film he wants to. And it's just I don't I don't see it. I can't really say too much about that because I don't do a lot of director's cuts watching. (laughs) What about you, Joe? Yeah, most director's cuts for me, they don't really add that much. Um, Like I said, the ones I mentioned, I know you like the Donner cut. And there are a lot of things I like about the Donner cut. It's brilliant. But it's it's unfinished. It, It never was given the proper treatment that it, it could have um and that's what kind of bothers me is that it, a lot of the stuff that they throw in there just doesn't fit and i hate that they that he intentionally removed the line general do you care to step outside <laughs> that went down two points for me just by yeah, him yeah i can imagine line out and he replaced it with general did you ever hear of freedom of the press or power of the press it's like are you kidding me are you kidding me <laughs> yeah and then he repeated the whole ending of Superman one, you know, where he turns the earth back in time and, you know, and you uh, lose the goofiness of the Eiffel tower scene at the start. That's all I like gone. that. Yeah. I like that Eiffel yeah. tower scene. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, there, there's definitely a lot of good things in it, but for me, I, I feel that this movie of Rocky four definitely accomplished that. I, I think it's better. I know you don't think it's better, hmm. um, but I, you know, if I, I wanted to, I guess I'll get into the, the picture changes, but he changed the color timing in it. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Sometimes it's too bright and sometimes it's too dark. He definitely boosted the contrast out in the out, outdoors and it just doesn't look right at times, like when he's in Russia. Um, and then he added a blue filter and you could notice that during the flashback scenes, instead of it being black and white, it's kind of like blue and white. Mm-hmm. Right. And it that's when it kind of reminded me of Lucas. It's like, what didn't anyone say, you know, that's blue. 
you know, and it's, it's, it's supposed to be black and white. If you're going to do it, it just looked off putting to me. He also, the film was uh, originally filmed in an aspect ratio 1.85 to one. And he wanted to make it look more theatrical. So he changed the aspect ratio to 2.39 to one, which means he had to cut the top and the bottom off of the film in order for it to have black bars on the, on the top and the bottom. Hmm. And so we're actually missing a lot of data uh, from what he did. It looks nice though. I mean, I actually like the way that it looks. It does look a little more theatrical, but I know a lot of people have problems with that because it, it was kind of fine. All of the Rocky movies are shot that way. 1.85 to one. This is the only one that's, he now made him widescreen, but I, I still like the way it looks. And I like too. I went back and I compared most of the films, um, the two films together. He, he replaces a lot of close-ups with wide shots and it yeah. looks the so press good. conference, the press and conference. the fights, the fights, the fights look better because, you know, he was, I think he was trying to push the close-ups so that you really couldn't see the punches coming because in the original, when you see a lot of misses, but you hear that thunderclap, even like it connected. And this one, you don't really see that. And if it's a miss, you hear that it, it didn't strike. And he tried to, I watched the documentary and how he made it. He's trying to get most of the punch scenes from where like, we'll see the back of Drago and the front of Rocky so that we don't really see them missing each other. And I think that that's handled really well. I, I love the new wide shots. And there's so many of them in this movie. If you go back and forth and someone's going to make a video of the comparisons of the scenes. So, yeah. you know, oh, I think about that, that's probably already been compiled as we speak, ready for next week or something. Yeah, I bet you it yeah. is. But but there are so many changes. It's it's all subtle. It, it's It's not necessarily all thematic. It's just like camera angles. Because again, like when he filmed those, he filmed them uh, much wider, but he zoomed into them uh, when he was, or whoever was editing it, to show more of Stallone. Yeah. Even when he's driving in the car, when he's driving in the car originally, you see his eyeballs and his nose and his yeah. chin. Yeah. Now you see the steering wheel. He's in the passenger seat. But 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 that's it. I'd say, this is a film I've watched so many times that every time they changed the shot, it was really evident to me. And I think what happened at the end of it is just accumulatively all built up and just went, I just, I'm just annoyed by it. Can I just put random things that really, really got on my wick? Okay. Right. <laughs> Your wick. I oh, never I like, heard that I like one. This. Go on, right. Then. Okay. Apollo at the first press conference, they took out the line, huh, I've retired more people than social security. Yeah, I would have kept that one in. Why? Why? Why would you take that out? Then you've got the reason why he's fighting in Russia. And they go, and, and Paulie goes, are you nuts? That's it. There's, there's no reason. There's no reason given for why he's fighting in Russia. The original film will tell you why he's fighting in Russia. It's because Bridget Nielsen goes, I've had loads of death threats and I'm frightened for my, frightened for my family. That's taken out. Oh. No, no, you're right. I, yeah, and I, I did. He, he cut out a lot of stuff of her. Absolutely. Like, Why are you fighting in Russia? I, no explanation I th given. 
I, I think he given. he has a problem with her because he, they were married and they got divorced. But it's just really it's it's very evident that he cut out way too much of her. Like when she says when they asked him about if he was doping and, and she says, oh, like, your, like, your, like your Popeye. Yeah. As in this, with this spinach. <laughs> could have left that in. You know, there, uh, were, there were a lot of things that he, he could have left in that he cut out. Absolutely. And then the one that annoyed me the most. And, I, and I, there's a good reason. If you go back and listen to our our season three, where it's all about action, we include this line that he's taken out, where Paulie goes, hit the one in the middle, and the trainer goes, right, hit the one in the middle. Oh, I adore that line, which is why I put it in the credits for our podcast. And it's what happens? That, what it? happens? You get Paulie going, hit the one in the middle. I 100% oh, right. agree okay. with you. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that bothered me. The, I would say that bothered me the most because you needed Duke to say that because Duke is a professional and Paulie's just an idiot. Absolutely. You know? But it gets and gravitas to both of them saying it. It does. It does. And you t- by doing that, it's Paulie going, uh, yeah, do you know what? If you see in double, just hit the one in the middle. It, oh. Anyway, right. <laughs> so, yes. I agree with you. What's this, and, what, and while I'm on it, sorry. Go what on, is this? On. What is this thing in the in the ring? Oh, and and they calm it down. Breathe. Don't be scared. Yeah, that was lame. What <laughs> the heck is going on here? And I'm pretty. About feel no pain a lot. Yeah, well, did, the original. Um, the original. Yeah, no pain. No pain. No pain. No pain. Well, he said a lot more in this one that you're a rock. And I don't recall him saying it before. And I guess, you know, it's kind of like, because his name is Rocky. Um, but no, I agree with you, Charlie, on that one. And I think that he had to have added that voice over recently. You know, that that was like a, what is he, 75 now? Stallone? Stallone, yeah, about that, I would think, yeah. Yeah, that that's his voice from today, that he just added that in there. Because there's no way he said that back then. Mm. Um, it's you know, luckily his voice sounds the same because I've heard Clint Eastwood go back and do the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it doesn't fit at all. Right. Um, but he can do that because his voice has never changed. But yeah, that whole thing he was he did that in Rocky Balboa, <laughs> you know, it's like you don't have to do that every time. Mm. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but can you see, can you see what I'm so. So from what you've from what you both spoken about, and I realise Amanda, I'm I'm just I will end this rant in a moment. But Fine. if you if you realise what I'm what I'm talking about, you piece it all together. The wide shots, the wide shot of that press conference does not work because you are you you have a you have a vision of how that press conference should be. It is Rocky there in his you know boss shirt, whatever, and he's basically saying. I've got to go and do this revenge thing. And that wide shot carries on far too long. If you've got things like that, you're changing fundamental bits of the sun, not being able to watch the film. If you're changing fundamental lines that have feelings with people that adore this film, if you cumulatively all take it out and this thing happens and there's no robot, fine, Uh, fine. Lose the, lose the robot, but don't lose the scenes with, with everything else. Suddenly I'm sat there watching this film and going, well, at least we've got the fight. And then when the fight comes up, again, 
It's like slamming a leather a leather belt against a a, a, a door. It just makes a, a, a where's the clang 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 clang. That's what you watch. That's why the fight is one of the greatest in movie history. That's what they put in the trailer. It's because of that, and they just neutered it, neutered the whole mm. lot. I don't agree with that. Well. <clears throat> Yeah, me too. Uh, well, no, Charlie. It sounded, it sounded very eighties, um, like kind of Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, she's like hundred percent. No, but you know, Charlie, if you watch Rocky Balboa, that's how the the punches sounded. Again, he went more realistic. I love the fight in Rocky Balboa. It looks like a real fight. They have actual commentators from HBO. It, it looks like you're watching it on HBO, like like because uh, I've watched a lot of fights on HBO, and I thought that was incredible the way that they did that. And that's what he did this time too. He he made it more wider the shots, and I I love that because again you don't see that in a real fight. They don't go into so many close ups. They're basically the the cameras out so that you, you can see all the moves, all the swings that are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and, Joe, I don't want realism from a fight. Well, <laughs> I, then I you have then watch the theatrical one. And, and, maybe, uh, maybe this movie wasn't I'm, for you. Pro choice, pro choice. Yeah, I will. I will. No, but have you have you ever seen a box? I mean, when you watch Rocky and then you go and watch a you know top build, you know MGM Grand, you know the the biggest fight in town and all this sort of thing. It, it's always underwhelming when you compare it to that, but that's, but that's true boxing. So obviously the boxing aficionados will go, yeah, well, the Rocky films are good, but obviously, you know, they're all staged. I mean, it's all actors. It's all doing that sort of thing. Fine. However, the trailer still said voted the best fight of all time. And there's a reason for that. And now he's just snipped it and gone. Yeah. You know, those things that you liked about it. Yeah. Gone. I think this. I think this fight is better. I think Apollo's oh. fight is better. Uh, you know, I would watch both of them back to back. And and getting to the press conference, I wanted to mention this: a huge improvement, which I always hated with the press conference, is the canned audience that he had put in the original one. It just sounds so over the top. You know, when when the press or the canned press, hmm. uh, their reactions to like what Paulie says, and they're like, yeah, you know. And in this one, it, you could tell he re-recorded it. It's not the same people. And I watched the documentary and he did say that, you know, we just had some people come in and, and do that because it, it wasn't occurring live. Like they record the audio afterwards. It sounds so much better because that used to, you know, the the fakeness just bothered me of Rocky Four. I, I watched the theatrical one recently and even before this movie came out. And I was, as a Rocky fan, I was embarrassed by the things that went on, and, um, especially with the robot and with the sun and with the overreaction to the with the press. Um, there's just a lot of things that when you, Charlie, seriously, if you watch Rocky and then you watch Rocky two and even Rocky three, I know you say it's goofy. I disagree with you there. Yeah. I, I that whole Hulk Hogan thing, I thought that was great. And I felt that was very realistic too, because at the time no one knew if wrestling was real or fake back then. Uh, but we had an inclination that it was probably fake. And it was fun, you know, because we could see something like that happening in real life. And it did happen in real life. Muhammad Ali did that with Gorilla Monsoon. Um, okay. I didn't know that. And 
Yeah, I, I, I love Rocky Three, but this one just went over the top. You know, the theatrical one. I, I it just seems so goofy. But with, you know, it's kind of like you know, like when you're almost like <laughs> you know, you're drinking more and more to enjoy something, and that kind of feeling comes in those workout montages and in the fights. But everything else in the theatrical one, I hate to say it, is crap. You know, this one had changed all that and made it more of a drama and made it more. You know, I just I love this one. Uh, you know, and, I think and you, it made the the director's cut has made it a movie more more appropriate for today, uh, and the style that we are used to seeing in the film. Need to do it. Yeah, so it's it's lost that eighties. Yeah. It has lost the eighties feel because there's no rubbish. 80s malfunctioning robot in there. <laughs> I don't think it malfunctioned. Finally. I don't think it malfunctioned. But anyway, but you, you know what else? Um, can I just? Can I just? Oh, I was just going to say that um, Amy watched it with us. Really? Not First, all of it. She watched not, the end. She watched. She watched like the 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 bit at the end and the fight. And at the end of it, she's punching the air and she's cheering like. Mm. And they're kind of like, now let me show you how it should look. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting if, if she's one of the, the rare few that's seen the director's cut before the original. Yeah. Because usually when you see the first movie, you know, for the first time, that's Ooh. your movie. So. Yeah, but the, this is it, Joe. I was so, 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 so excited to see it. I, I was genuinely, genuinely excited to see it. And maybe the reason why I'm feeling like I'm feeling is because. I might have built it up in my head, and well, suddenly this thing came. This thing appeared, and I went, "Oh, it's nothing like what I thought it'd be." No, I could see that. I was like that with Star Wars and the prequels. Like mm. I had a preconceived idea of what Obi Wan was like and what Anakin was like, and it wasn't met when I actually saw the movies, and I was very disappointed about it. So I can mm. see that, yeah. but I, I just felt that it was all improvements. Uh, there were some like the ones that you mentioned, and there's definitely some more things that I, I had probably seen that I felt, like I said, some things could have been added that didn't need to be added. And some things that he took away didn't need to be taken away. Well, I did want to mention what I loved is he used Bill Conti's music a lot in this. Yeah. And, and that added to the drama too. Because I, and I love uh, was it Vince DiCola did the the music. That's right, yeah. Um, you know the the uh, the training montage theme that he does and and war, um, mm. but Bill Conti's music is just iconic for Rocky, and it just made it feel more like a Rocky movie. Just mm. hearing that stuff. I, one thing I didn't like, Charlie. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, hang on, go on. Well, a couple of things. So the very oh, see, all that in up there, Joe. Blimey! Oh, blimey! Go on. So the, the opening when they had MGM coming out, they have a CGI lion now. Yes, because yeah. they changed the bit at the the top, don't they? Yeah, art, like, art, art for art's sake. Is it art for art's sake? Yeah, yeah. Um, why not have a real lion? They, they didn't have to get rid of that. Also, but with that thing. The opening crawl of Rocky for Rocky versus Drago looked like it was done by a, a grade schooler. Yeah, you know, where are the gloves? Uh, where are the gloves? Oh, those gloves! I'm glad they were gone. That was oh, ridiculous. I love the gloves. 
that Gas uh, loves those. Who's like wearing let's, the gloves? Let's you know. Let's you know what you're in for. I wouldn't mind the gloves if they didn't explode. You know, they they look nice. That they're silvery and shiny. But once they explode, looks, and they don't even yeah, explode right. Yeah, wait them, a minute. No, no, no. Hey viewer. Hey viewer. Just in case you were wondering what you're going to get in this film, we'll tell you in the first ten seconds. We'll we'll, we'll show you we'll show you these gloves coming up. This is going to be a battle supreme. Boom! Take out the gloves. Take out the clack 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 clang. It's it's two kids having a having a disagreement in a playground. It's not you know the, what, not the fight. What, I don't know. What, 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 well, first of all, the font was all wrong. You know. <laughs> right. Um, it should have looked like Rocky II's font, like how that just came slowly by. And they should have played the Rocky theme, mm-hmm. you know, just for that one part when you see the title come on. Um, I didn't like that song, The Sweetest Victory. I, that was on the soundtrack, but they cut it out of the movie. Yeah. And I know why they cut it out of the movie. And it, I, I I'll take like a couple it. of points off if I were you, Joe. I mean, this sounds like. <laughs> This doesn't no. sound like a, an eight out of ten at all. You know what I like too, Charlie? It was at the very end of the fight when he goes over to Draga's corner and he touches gloves with him. I thought that was classy on Rocky's part. That, and that was this, this guy killed his friend, his best mate. He he batters him into submission and then goes. And then does his speech about, you know, we should all be one and stuff like this. I'd go. Remember something. I'd, I'd, I'd say, that's fine. But I don't want to acknowledge this guy. I don't even want to see him again. And and spoiler alert, we find out what happens to Drago after that. He gets his, he gets his um, uh, military rank stripped. He basically goes and he's banished into exile. And you find out what happens to him in Creed 2. You see what a, a miserable character he's become. Mm. And... Another difference was it was supposed to be Gorbachev, wasn't it, that was watching the, the match? That's right. Yeah. In the original movie, he stands up and claps yeah. at the end. Yeah, yep. that was a big mistake to get rid movie, of that. In this movie, he gets up and walks Marches out. out. It's, it's petulant. That's what I mean by it was done by a Netflix researcher and put together like that. Can you just update it so that it's, you know, it hates Russia and, and all this sort of stuff? Can you just show them petulantly walking out? Well, I think that it's similar with Lucas, where everybody was afraid to tell Lucas that he was doing something wrong with the special edition and the prequels. They were all yes men. And I think that Stallone was surrounded by only two yes men, but he made better choices than Lucas for the rest of the movie. But yeah, that thing that you'd mentioned, but regarding the whole him touching gloves with Drago, the movie is about change Mm -hmm. and Basically, you know, Rocky is telling everybody that we can all change. And which I suppose doesn't in the original movie, it 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 portrays that because you know you see Gorbachev standing and then clapping. Whereas this new movie, there's none of that. There's none of the you know mutual respect for each other in the in the ring at the end. It just feels a little bit, as I said earlier, clinical, a little bit sterile. So I don't think that message comes across so so much in this new version. And it's funny too, because like when he walks out and then the rest of the the pull-up bureau, they run after him like the three stooges. Um <laughs> it's just really weird. But 
but my point is with Drago is that he changed, you know, he, you know, he realized that he has to let go of hate and he avenged what happened with Apollo. But I, I think that that was his whole point is that, you know, he wanted Russia and our country to get, or the United States to get along together. And his point was that I can get along with Drago, you know, even though this thing did happen. I mean, he still blames himself for why Apollo died, which but, I think is he's a little too hard on himself. I, you know, I blame the, refer- is, the referee. Yeah, there, well, there is an issue. There is now that I've heard you both speak about that, I am convinced now that, you know, joke, jokingly people go, you know, this is the film that, you know, helped, helped towards ending the cold war. Um, you know, just simply because of, of, of what it was, you and I, Joe, have talked about, you know, um, it being available on the on the underground, you know, in Russia because you couldn't get to you couldn't see it, but but people were clamoring to, to to see this film in order to do it, and it definitely changes things. So if you've got Rocky standing up and you're and if both of you are right, Rocky stands up and goes, "Do you know what? He might have killed my best mate. We can all change. You know, everyone can change." and delivers that speech and you have the Russians clapping and you have even the trainer that's despised Rocky, who's seen Trago fail and he's clapping and you're thinking, this is a great end. Now what you've got is he stands up and goes, we can all change. Don't worry. You know, we can all be friends. And now you've got the Russians walking out. So now what, you've, wrong. now what you've done is you fundamentally change the aim of the film because yeah. now it looks like he's gone over there. The Russians are now embarrassed. He'd be lucky to make it to the airport. You know, he might as well get in and quickly smuggle himself out because what, what presumably now do the, the people in charge and Gorbachev punish everyone in the, in the auditorium for clapping Rocky's name. Gorbachev wasn't like that. Perestroika and, and all of that. So why do you make him out to be something that he wasn't? I just think that's, he wouldn't have clapped, but equally he wouldn't have walked out. In real life, yeah. So that whole speech at the end actually loses its loses got no its meaning gravity. It just has. It's just a, a speech at the end of a film that really kind of talks about change. And you're like, mm, what change? Yeah, everyone looks up to the. Everyone looks up to the. Uh, what does our fearless leader think? Oh, he stormed out. He's right, walked out. Yeah, okay, right. Stormed out. Well, you could, you could also say, in a, I, but I agree with you. Like Gorbachev was a more friendlier leader than we were used to seeing in the past. And he was very instrumental in causing, you know, the Berlin wall to fall. Um, but yeah, I don't know why, if, if I had to ask Stallone a question, I would ask him, why did you change that part? Cause I, I wouldn't have changed it, no. but he might've been implying that he was encouraging the people to change. And once they see that something, you know, was not right, they didn't have to blindly follow. I, I know you can get killed by the government over there. It's different, you know, from where we all live. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Is it, I, is, I, it, is it a bit woke then? Because you've no. oh, hey, everyone, Russia's the enemy. And 35 years later, you're still going, hey, Russia's the enemy, but we don't want to make friends with you anymore. In fact, we're actively going to change one of our most famous films to reflect that we don't want to, talk to you anymore that's 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 not good wokeness is, is more of there, there is no enemies you know if, if it was a woke film rocky wouldn't have fought drago 
<laughs> Apollo wouldn't have died. Adrian would have fought him instead. <laughs> well, yeah, and again, the, I it bothers me that he removed so many scenes of Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Um, you know that scene when she meets Apollo's wife and she says, "You know, hopefully we could be friends after yes. the fight." Yeah, that's gone. It's like, I, you know, I would ask him, you know, why did you cut out that? I I didn't like. He added a goofy thing in there when they land in Russia and Polly has earmuffs on. Yeah. <laughs> says it's Adrian's and they look better on me. Why would you put that in there? It's yeah. garbage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, final thoughts because the that we we well, I think we've 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 all talked out. Any any final thoughts? Anything else you wanted to? I'd say watch it. Watch watch the original first. Then watch the director's cut after. I would say so. I don't mean yeah. they're only an hour and a half. Yeah. So, so if you've got three hours spare, go and go and do that, and and just make it your own mind, really. And yeah, and, absolutely. And just see whether who you agree with. And once you've watched them, and once you've taken <laughs> everything in, and once you've looked at it, come back and listen to this, and go, Charlie, Charlie, you speak so much sense. You were absolutely right. Dream <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> see i can tell why and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get joe is gonna uh chastise me after this because he's gonna go yeah as, as you've already said joe on my podcast i'm used to being able to to be the judge and the referee and yeah sorry so as a final thing then <laughs> but you're always has changed since the start of this podcast no i don't think i think we've all got no. our yeah, no, I think we're nine, solid. Nine and three, respectively. Nine. I, I don't have it at nine, but I no, I, I'm going to say again, I, I, I do love this film, and I've never experienced a director's cut that made me change the way I view a film as much as I have with this movie. Mm-hmm. And okay. I thoroughly am happy that it was done. Okay. Cool. Nice. Um. For those that are listening, um, this was a nice little surprise um, that we'd we we thought of in the week because we were Joe and I were like excited little kids at Christmas going. <laughs> we couldn't wait for this to be released. Um, except Joe, you got a PS Five um, for Christmas in that example, and I got a carrot. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. you were getting me. A, I think you were buying me a PS Five. No, no, Charlie, no, no. damn! <laughs> <laughs> don't think you can get. I think you don't think you can get one. And anyway, I can, I can get you a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'll, I'll have that for Christmas. So um, it's unexpected because we were going to um, just go into season five and we've got to work it out because, and I don't know how we're going to work it out, but we need to do a film with Amy Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had a few. So what we might do is we might put a poll on the Facebook page and see if people want to vote on that. Um, so I might do that. Um, I did say that we'd start season five Cops and Robbers with Lethal Weapon, which is a Christmas film. But yes, 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 it is. Is that like how Die Hard is a Christmas film? Well, but then we talked about doing Die Hard. um, And yeah, I want to do Die Hard. Well, technically, Home Alone, we could do at Christmas with Amy. She Mm. loves Home Alone. Yeah. Because that is is about robbers. Oh no, we can't do it. It's 1990. Oh, Pause. 
I saw in your library, Charlie, that you have Die Hard and Die Hard 2 in your Christmas library. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I disagree with you. I know there's a lot of people that <laughs> think they're both Christmas movie. films. I, I mean, I'm no, not. They're not. No, they're not. Could, uh, Joe, when are they set? Joe, when action they set? adventure. Action adventure set at Christmas. Yeah, but there's no Santa Claus. There's there's no loads of Santa Claus. There's loads of Christmas jumpers. Oh, it's not. There's, there's loads of stuff going on. All right, let's, let's the snow. The snow, Joe. It's Christmas. Snow. Okay, yeah. Don't, don't, be, don't be such a Grinch. All right, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get told off this week. Right. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, who who knows in what order it's going to be? But um, podcast fans, we're not going to. Uh, we're not going to let you down. We're not going to leave you hanging. So we'll we'll think of something. But look at the Facebook page if you want to uh, to join in the fun and vote for it. I think one of the films is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, um, which I think is great. But then I would. Um, anywho, right. Um, I'm going to say cheerio. Ciao. See you. Not it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>